good morning everybody um this is mark tackett again and i'm again here today with our pastor chris weaver yeah. which i appreciate him being here today and uh, this uh this week represents um this sunday in other words represents easter what we call easter and uh if i think back in my life on the word easter and, and what that means in my mind i think maybe I go back to maybe when I was in the second grade and having an Easter egg hunt at school. And uh, <clears throat> I don't, I'm pretty imperfect about Easter. I, it's, as I get, it's, I really feel like even at my age now that I'm just now really even understanding or uh, what Easter really is and the significance of it. And so uh, I may struggle a little bit with this, but that's why I'm glad I got Chris here. Uh, and just want to be real with everybody uh, what's in our hearts and what what Easter represents. Uh, so Chris, what are some memories you have of Easter and, and what does Easter mean to you? Yeah, so um, you know our world, you say Easter and it means a lot of different things for for so many different people. I mean, you go down the the the, the store aisle and, and you know Easter mm-hmm. and you see bunnies and candy and eggs and um, and when I open the Bible, I don't find the bunnies and the candy and the eggs. And right. so, it I'm glad we have Easter, um, it because it it helps the all of Christians focus on what we're about to talk about all at the same time. And it's not bunnies and you know the eggs and the baskets and the egg hunts. Um, it's about Jesus, you know, and right. I. The word Easter, I, I hang on to celebrating Resurrection Sunday. That's that's something I got from my pastor growing up. He right. didn't call it Easter. He called it Resurrection Sunday. And it really is a time where the church remembers um, the, the sacrifice of Jesus mm-hmm. on the cross, that he willingly went to the cross for us. And then um, he died on the cross. And then on the third day, he came out of that tomb. I mean, he was resurrected. And uh, that really is, a, the, the the resurrection is what separates Christianity from every right. other religion. Now, I guess what's hard for me is I wasn't, I wasn't really raised in what people call raised in church. And so when I, when I saw Easter uh, and the, the brutality of what Christ went through and all of that, I, I, you know, I'm just like, wow, I don't, I don't know what, what, why you celebrate that from that perspective. Uh, and so that's why now as I grow closer to the Lord in my walk in the Lord, that I see the sacrifice that he did and, and it produces a, should produce a thankfulness for who he is and what he did for us. Uh, so, Last week, historically, in the church, represented Palm Sunday. You want to mm-hmm. go a little bit about what that what that actually is and what that means to you? Sure. Yeah. So, you, you know, I look at Jesus's ministry. He he really didn't start ministering until he was about thirty years old and had about a three year ministry, where he, you know, started with turning the water into wine at a wedding, and then, you know, called these disciples and walked with them. Uh, but it was only, you know, a three-year span. And so you get to this, we, this, we call it Holy Week in the Christian church, um, where um, he comes into Jerusalem on a cult and, 
you know, they're shouting Hosanna and laying palm branches down. And um, you got to remember in that crowd, there were all kinds of people. And just like today, some people knew who he was. Some people had heard about him. Um, and that some people were just there because there was a crowd and something going on. And, um, he, you know, at the time, and even even when you look at the whole week of, of the crucifixion and the resurrection, you got to remember uh, Jesus knew what was taking place, but the disciples saw all this in real time. So they're still thinking um, Jesus is coming to kind of be the earthly king, you know, the king who is going to, finally you know put the uh the you know finally take take control of the way that the the temple should be ran and even the government should be ran and so they're looking at uh jesus being a an earthly savior almost like we would look at a politician i think in different ways and so he comes in and there's some excitement um going on there and um, um and yet that wasn't god's plan how they saw it it was just part of the plan yeah so if you try to put yourself in each of these different people's places what you just said jesus knew what he was walking into and he had tried in previous times Mm -hmm. to explain that to the disciples but they did not they didn't either understand or hear what he was saying in reality uh because I'm like you, the, uh, last week in, in hearing on the, the triumphal entry, it's like they're celebrating like a, a, a football team making a touchdown or, a, you know, you're down by a run and, a, and the batter just knocks, you know, a grand slam and you're going to win the game and they're cheering. And, and I almost feel like it was that kind of atmosphere as he entered in and you had the religious leaders and the Pharisees are in the crowd and they're just grumbling to each other, you know, uh, with jealousy and that, right. that uh, where, how do you have, what do you think talk about the disciples and, and what's going through their minds at this time yeah I mean uh, in their every you know the whole story looking at it not knowing the resurrection and that's the thing that that, that continually during this time every year I try to think about what what it must have been like not to know about the resurrection that would come, mm-hmm. you know? So, so you know what Jesus said, he even talked about it, but you never really, they never really understood it. And then, you know, like Peter, so Peter's there right. and he's, you know, he's kind of like the bold one, you know, I'm going to, uh, he even says during this whole thing, I'm, I'm never going to leave you, you know, I'm going to be there. And, um, and Jesus is like, no, you're going to, denied me three times you know and uh even in the garden when jesus is arrested uh peter you know is the one who takes out his sword aims i don't know what he's aiming for he cuts the guy's ear off and uh and so you have him in there and uh and then he would go on to in the middle of all this you know say i don't even know this this man i don't know i don't know i don't know jesus and so um you know, there's so many, um, like, like we were talking earlier, like characters in this, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the, the different things that take place. But I think um, we can relate to so many of the different, you know, people at different times in our life. Um, and so as I think about Peter, I think, wow, you know, I mean, I've been 
all right, God, I'm going to do this for you. And then I've been ashamed that I didn't do something or I didn't act or I didn't say something to right. somebody that, that I, that I knew God was tugging at me to do. And, um, and then I look at the big picture, how Jesus, you know, restores Peter after the resurrection is, right. is, uh, hopeful for me. Right. Um, would you mind going over, um, kind of a timeline of some of the big events of, from what we call last Sunday, Palm Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, up to or up to and through the the resurrection. Yeah. So, um, and I have a cheat sheet here, but so he comes in, you know, into Jerusalem, and then he uh, will go on to uh, to to teach some more um, and to you know share truth. And I I look at that time of his teaching. You know, if if you know what is happening, everything's very intentional. I mean, mm -hmm. he he. There's a reason he does what he does, why Jesus did what he did the last week. Um, but he goes into the temple, and, you know, they had taken what God meant for um, a way to connect with people and offer these sacrifices of atonement, um, you know, for our sins and to have a, a time of worship. And they had commercialized it. They had made it about money and greed, and it wasn't the holy thing that it was supposed to be and so he goes in there and you know flips over some tables and drives these uh, money changers out because they had taken something good and um, and used it for for selfish gain and so he does that and then you get a little further in the week um, where he uh, washes his disciples feet uh, which is a just a super uh, interesting thing for Jesus to go and to humble himself really speaks about what leadership is in my mind. You know, he's the greatest leader ever, and he humbled himself to, mm -hmm. to serve his disciples. And then, um, and then the Lord's Supper, the, the, the Last Supper, where they uh, take the Passover meal together, and then at the end he, he gives us the example that we still do today, uh, the Lord's Supper. Um, and then uh, how important prayer is. He goes to the garden, um, and uh, and he spends time in prayer, and I preached last week about um, about that, just how, or uh, the week before, I'm sorry, and just how important prayer is. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus could have done anything, and I, I use that example that he could have, um, you know, in our minds, if you're going to do something big like save the whole world from their sinfulness, get a good night's sleep, eat a good breakfast, you know, be ready yeah. to go, but Jesus... Uh, spent time in prayer, and I think there's something we all learn from that. And then he's arrested, stands trial. You know, it wasn't much of a trial. Um, he didn't say a whole lot. He just, you know, kind of put it in in the people's hands. And then you go from the crowd saying Hosanna on Sunday to and Friday. What does Hosanna mean? Uh, you know, our Savior, you know, yeah. and, and they, they really did, you know, they were excited that he was he was coming. And... Uh, it goes from worship of Jesus, you know, coming in to uh, to that Friday where he's put before a crowd in. Uh, it's between him and another murderer to be released, um, and the people, you know, ch you know, scream out to crucify Jesus in right. that and um, put your place, you put yourself in that situation. We often say, well. You know, I wouldn't have done that, or I wouldn't have, 
but but you know our lives often reflect that we mm-hmm. you know that that we willingly choose to go against Jesus so so often anyway so he's crucified goes to the you know he goes to the cross he says some things on the cross that are very uh, intentional you know forgiving the people um, you know and then finally committing his his spirit to to the Father um, and then the 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 part that I go to um, that we often overlook is that Jesus died, you know. And so over in uh, Matthew, um, just, you know, one of those parts of the Easter story that's kind of dark and and we kind of just skip over. Um, It's just so simple that that in Matthew at the end here, uh, chapter 27, um, talks about, um, this man named Joseph coming and he approached Pilate and asked for Jesus's body. Then Pilate ordered that it be released. And Joseph took the body of Jesus, wrapped it in clean, fine linen, and placed it in his new tomb, which he had cut into the rock. He left after rolling a great stone against the entrance of the tomb. And, you know, for so many stories, for everybody who's ever lived that's the end of the story you know the the there's a funeral there's a a burial and you know and they bury jesus's body and uh in real time that was the end of the of jesus's Mm -hmm. ministry i mean when you think about those disciples and so um when i look at the easter week i look at that as um you know all those guys who, you know, the disciples and the, the, the people that had heard his ministry, you know, they're at his burial. This, this tomb is covered up. And what a what a, a sad ending, you know. They had had great hopes. Right. And so uh, if you don't get that part, if you don't get the darkness of the hopelessness, then you miss why Resurrection Sunday is so important that kind of explained the week to you okay so friday represents um which which day in the week uh you know if 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 sunday's a resurrection friday would have been his 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 death yeah his crucifixion so the so friday represents what a dark day um what uh how do how do different people treat the Friday? I know some people do treat it differently. Mm-hmm. Well, Good Friday. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, they call it Good Friday. Why would that be Good Friday? I guess that's where someone that hasn't doesn't know the Bible or go to church they, and see these people call this Good Friday and today that Jesus gets all there, this horrible There's some stuff. really what? good. Now I'm gonna be honest. There's some really good theological reason of of the good. Uh, <laughs> It's not coming to my mind, (laughs) but I'm going to tell you this. What happened is uh, that Jesus took all of the guilt of of all of the sin that we have. And so he, when he goes to the cross, when Jesus died on the cross, he was without any sin. Mm -hmm. And because of our sin, because you and I have sinned, um, the Bible says we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of perfection, of God's perfect holiness and because of that, there's the, somebody has to pay for that sin. Just like a good right. judge 
you know, if a drunk driver kills somebody and the judge got up there and they were to say, well, I'm going to let this one slide, you know, there, that wouldn't be justice. God is a just God. Every wrong has to be accounted for. And so when Jesus goes to the cross, he takes all that sin on his shoulders and he he pays for for our sin and so the goodness that comes out of the good the good friday is the atonement for which means uh he he paid he 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 answered for all of our sin and that's that's what happened and you said jesus uh chose to pray before he was turned over what does the bible say what he prayed Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, if you go back and read the 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 different accounts in the garden, he, um, you know, he was honest with the Lord and um, with the Father, and that's where, you know, God is. God is. Uh, you know, every time I look at that, I'm like, you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We serve, and that's one, one God and three distinct mm-hmm. persons, and. That relationship between Jesus, God the Son, and God the Father, when he goes and he says, I know you can do anything, will you take this from me? And will you, will you take this cup from me? And he, um, he says, not my will, but mm-hmm. your will be done. That example and kind of goes back and forth a couple of times with the um, disciples. They fall asleep, and he, uh, he surrenders himself in that time of prayer to um to doing what needed to, to be done, really, because he loves us. I mean, he he. That's the picture of of the crucifixion that um, I deserve to go to the cross because I because Chris has done wrong. You know, I'm guilty, and yet he comes and I'm the next one up for the crucifixion, and he steps up and he says, "I'm going to take your spot, Chris." Yeah. You know, that's that's the love he had for for me and. For each one of us individually. Well, I remember you sharing your testimony when you were little about stealing some markers. And <laughs> That's right. I was going to say, Chris, you were a thief, but yeah. thief just... and a liar and and lots of other things. So, well, yeah. Um, how would you relate that if you, if you were speaking, if you met someone and they just uh, said, "Well, Chris, what is? Why would you?" be a preacher or a pastor and dedicate your life to following this Jesus that was a man 2,000 years ago and he he was judged by a court and sentenced to death and they crucified him. Why would you, Why that was 2,000 years ago. How do you relate that to your life today? How would, out of curiosity, how what would you say to someone? Well, so we get to see it on this side of, of the resurrection because, you know, I shared about him going to the cross and mm-hmm. um, had Jesus just gone to the cross and then he, we have a tomb there. I mean, people would come and, they, you know, it would be kind of a shrine, a lot like any other religious leader that's died. You know, there's a there's a marker. But on the third day, you know, he he not only was not in the tomb, not only was he supposedly resurrected, but we have, you know, a, you know, 500 plus folks that would see Jesus resurrected, you know, right. eyewitness accounts of this, and then recorded in the, the scripture for us. Um, and 
you know, that to me gives, uh, that gives us a new hope that we have. That if we, if we look at Jesus's life, why I proclaim Jesus is because he is a source of hope that is beyond any other hope we can find in anywhere. And um, someone who, you know, God can, can conquer death. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lose a loved one and I go and I pray to the Lord and I go and seek help from, from the Lord, I'm seeking help from God who can conquer that death that, that I'm mourning at the time. And that's, man, that's a hope that... Um, and what is, is that hope? What, what are you hoping? Sure, yeah. So the hope um, that there's more that there's more than just just you know, what we what we experience here on right, this earth, right? And um, you know that there's an there's something greater. And um, we put our hope in a lot of things. Um, people put their hope in money, you know. And as long as I have enough money, you know, then I'm going to feel at peace. And you, you don't know, think money can do that? Well, that it can fill that hole up inside of us to have it everything. It can make us. Uh, temporarily feel like we've got it all together but you and I both have experienced talking with people that you know had a lot of money one day and then something happened and the money couldn't help them yeah. and uh well, I know you like baseball what <laughs> what if you'd been the best baseball player to ever live would that would that do it well I probably I probably uh I probably would have uh been tempted to think that it could you know and i don't know what i would have done with with that being being there but uh um you know you you doesn't take many documentaries or biographies to to see how even people who have been very successful um eventually get to a place where you know this is it this is all that there is and uh um, the resurrection that hope that comes is what what I think or what I believe separates following Jesus from following any other religion in the world, um, because um, there's just nothing like the resurrection. There's just no right. there's just no uh, comparison that that uh, uh, that Jesus would come up out of the grave and you know, and 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 sometimes people say, well, did he really? You ever heard anybody doubt, hey, did, did Jesus really raise from the dead? Couldn't it have been a uh, uh, a hoax? You ever heard anybody kind of doubt the resurrection? I've heard people doing that, but personally I've never had anybody pose that question or, or struggle with that. But and, I know there are people that do. Yeah, and, and I you know, encourage folks that might, that might have that doubt of the resurrection to really study the resurrection because sometimes we just say, well, you know, that's kind of like a... Uh, an urban legend or some type of myth about Jesus, you know, or a good story, a good folk story. And, you know, when you look historically at the resurrection, you're going to see all the disciples, but one of them, okay, would go on to be killed because of the, the message of Jesus. You know, not just, you know, John, we know, died of old age, but all the other disciples um, were arrested and beaten and executed because of this of this story. And so, C.S. Lewis, one of my favorite things um, is that he 
he said Jesus was either Lord, liar, or lunatic. Mm-hmm. And so he points to this, and, and he actually was, uh, uh, if you, you know, he was trying to, you know, see the holes in Christianity, and he got to Jesus was either the Lord, and he, this is all true, he was a liar, somehow he faked a death, or he faked a resurrection, or, you know, whatever, or he was crazy guy, you know, and right. um, and he points to, um, and there's another book uh, by uh, uh, another apologetic guy um, who who's, who's points to um, uh, all of the disciples who would go on to die for, for Christ's message um, would have probably at least one of them would have figured out if the resurrection wasn't real. I mean, would you, right. would you die for the sake of a story that wasn't absolutely true? Right. And uh, we don't see that happen. Well, that's awesome. So if somebody out there might be listening that, that wasn't raised in church or really ever read the Bible, what would you say to them this day? Um, who who is Jesus? I mean, that's a that's a question that uh, you would that, challenge them. Yeah, you? yeah. And do you believe the resurrection? I mean, do you believe that that this story is true? Because, um, Jesus, the 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 message of the resurrection. You can't just say, well, maybe it's true or maybe it's not true. If you, if that's where you're at, just come face to face with the reality. You don't believe Jesus is who he says he is. And, um. If you've never challenged yourself on that, then I, I guess I would encourage I would encourage folks to challenge your belief in Jesus and what you believe about the resurrection, because um, you need to know what you believe. You need to know I'm a follower of this man named Jesus uh, because I believe he's the savior of the world. Or you need to come to grips with you don't believe in Jesus. And, and, you know, if you don't believe in Jesus, um, that's, that's your belief. And I hope that you wrestle with, I hope that maybe the Lord would challenge that in your, in your heart and, uh, that you would seek truth. I mean, if, if Jesus isn't, if this isn't true, I don't want to believe in Jesus. I mean, I want to believe in the truth, but but man, as I've seen God work in my own life and studied scripture and, and, and just looked at the picture of, of history, mm-hmm. uh, I believe this is true. I believe right. that Jesus is who he says he is. Well, th- this is a little bit hard. And I, the, so historically, we've, we've challenged people about Jesus, but is Jesus alive today in your to, in your life, do you do you see evidence that that not that we're we don't want to base our lives on a historical document that is just this document we read like a story, like reading a book. But in my life, Jesus, uh, I have come to do what I call try to abide in Jesus, which means that. He is right here with me today, and that He helps me through the daily struggles and the in the daily anxieties uh, that I face in a day. That I've come to believe that I can't I can't deal with those in my own strength. That mm-hmm. that I have to turn that over to the Lord. And so, 
I guess I answered my own question that I was posing <laughs> to you, but if you want to comment on that, you're welcome to. That, uh, because I think you already have talking about that he's given you hope and through difficult times and that type of thing. Yeah, and so he gives us his spirit. You know, he promised the Holy Spirit, and that spirit comes. And um, I've experienced God changing my life, and uh, and that's something that's very uh, personal for every person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of sounds funny. It, for every individual is right. is a personal experience of God changing your heart. Um, when I look at my life, I, I see I see times where I didn't want to forgive people or I didn't want to do this, and yet I open my mouth and do something, and I see God, you know, use it and change something, and and I'm like, wow, that wasn't me. That was God. Or I've seen my heart let go of things that my own strength I couldn't let go of, but God um, helped helped me let go of. And so it's a personal um, walk with the Lord, but, but yes, we see Jesus at work through his spirit here in the, in the world today and, uh, healing, um, physically healing, emotionally healing, um, doing miracles, mm-hmm. miracles, uh, physical miracles, and then miracles of changing people's lives. Right. Well, you know, just, I'd like to say that for me that he has, uh, uh, I'm a lot, I guess in in these different people that we see in there that their lives play out like Peter, you know, in my own life, I've denied the Lord and I, you know, I continue to, to sin in life, but the Bible says we just need to repent. And I, to me, one of the most amazing things is the, is how the Lord just continually forgives us is that his sacrifice covers our sins forever. And, uh, it's not just a one-time thing, but that we go through life and we're going to mess mm-hmm. up. And, you know, and I, in my own mind, I, Satan comes against us with guilt and we want to box ourselves in a corner and say, well, you know, Lord, you, like Peter did. Peter was distraught after, after Jesus was crucified because he felt like he had let him down and, and he had denied him. Jesus had said he would, but he didn't believe him and he did deny him three times and and uh, Jesus, to point that out, said, before the, the crow, cro- uh, anyway, the crow makes his sound the next morning. That you're rooster. Gonna, rooster, no, the crows. rooster Oh, man. <laughs> before the rooster crows in the morning, you're going to deny me three times. Yeah. And, and sure enough, he hears uh-huh. that, that rooster crowing. And, uh, and so he's, you know, he's going after the resurrection and, you know, he is going around with his head down, and sometimes I feel like that, mm-hmm. you know. But Jesus, oh, it's a, he constantly pursues us in my, in my life before to draw me to him, and then afterwards to put his arm around me and say, you know, it's okay, let's get, start, let's get started again. So I'm really thankful for the Lord and uh, yeah. for what he did and uh Good Friday is is good because it's good for us, huh. you know. That's my my thought on it. And then, and then Easter Sunday, you know, people tend to want to dress up and they tend to want to go to church, and it's just an acknowledgement of of what Jesus did. So, anyway, so I, I appreciate you being here and and uh, uh, gotten some criticism because the times before when we've talked, people said I've been a little bit hard on you. The questions I've oh. asked you. <laughs> No Seriously, way, I, no way. 
Uh, and, uh, <laughs> no, I, and I appreciate your ministry here, and I hope that folks that watch, you know, just let you know that they're that they're still watching, and um, you know, it's it's a good thing, I, and I enjoy watching too. I I, I learned something. You and John David, you know, yeah. talking about stuff, or uh, Louis last week was just a lot of fun to to hear his story. Well, all righty. Well, I appreciate you being here. Would you mind praying? praying Love today? to. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you for the resurrection. God, I pray for every person who tunes in and and uh, watches that they would. Just know that you are a God who loves them. You created them, and you have a plan and a purpose for their life. And part of that purpose is for them to understand the hope that comes through Jesus Christ. Lord, if there's somebody who, who right now just needs to turn their life to you, I pray that they would admit to, them, to, to you that they need you, that they would put their faith in you, their, their believing trust that you offer salvation through Jesus and that they would confess that to you, confess that to the world. They'd let somebody know today that, that you're working in their life. Lord, thank you for being our hope. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And uh, if anybody is out there that has prayed this prayer with Chris, please call our church or contact our church through our website or our, our phone numbers listed and speak to, to Chris or John David. There'd be nothing bring more joy in their lives to get to visit with you about the Lord. Amen. 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 Thanks a lot.